welcome to Lunchtime in the Lab. It is December 16th. We have ourselves a Saturday edition of the podcast. I, I'm excited to, uh, to get going with some bowl season games. Um, got some NFL back in the business here. It's not like I don't like the NBA. I just think that it can just be such a crap product sometimes. Um, and, you know, football just gives you... It just makes more sense to me. It's not like I don't like the NBA. Uh, you know, there can just be these stretches where it's like things don't make sense or like there's constant blowouts. And it was so bad yesterday that I went through and I wrote down the scoring, uh, the point differentials. That's that's the correct word. Point differentials. We had a 17-point win, a 7 a 17, a 14, a 21, a 32, a 14, and a 5. There were only two games that was within 10 points. Um, I don't know what all the games look like prop-wise, but, I mean, players just aren't getting their full minutes. Um, They're just playing horrendous. Looking at Jabari Smith, uh, I stopped looking at the point that I think he was like 1-9 shooting. He made 1-3. His first, like, two or three shots were just all blocked at the rim. Uh, I, I had given out another play on, you know, on Twitter, (laughs) dang it. Sorry for the cough. Um, gosh, yeah. You know, it kind of comes in waves and it seems like the NBA is a national blowout association wave right now. And, and that's what we're in. So excited to get some, some college games. Like I said, um, it's way too early. If you happen to catch us beforehand, um, looking at this first game at 11, I like the under, you just you got to be careful with these bowl games. There's just so many opt outs. Like you really can't handicap these games like they're a normal season game because they're not at all. You know, some of these bowls, some coaches don't care about bowls. Some coaches want to win. Some players don't care about the bowls. You have the the day and age of like NIL and the transfer portal has just absolutely killed these games. Looking at like the Bobcats, um, they've got a list of like five or six, seven guys that are out, including their starting quarterback. Uh, the next, well, the third game today for Ohio, Miami of Ohio, Avion Smith, he's in the transfer portal. Gabbert was already hurt. So they have a third string quarterback going today. They have a good defense. Sure. But they're down to the third string quarterback. Cause the guy just is in the transfer portal. And he doesn't want to play, you know? So it's, there's a lot of that. And that's, that's going to go into a lot of the handicapping. It certainly doesn't make things easy. And I don't have a ton of time, you know, to get into it, you know, on the podcast all the time. And, Um, here soon, I think there's like a standalone game on like Monday or Tuesday at like 11 o'clock or, or two o'clock or something like that. Like, sure. We'll break that game down. Um, and I'm sure there'll be some college, uh, bowl games on the podcast here, but today we're going with the NFL. (coughs) Dang, this cough. Take a drink real fast. Going with the NFL. We have, uh, three games spread out nicely all on NFL network, unfortunately. So none of that, you know, your normal Fox or CBSs or anything. For those of you that you know don't have NFL Network, but um, we'll get into it here. I got two props from the Vikings and the Bengals game, and then I got a prop on the Lions game. Wasn't really feeling the Colts. Never really been a Colts guy. I uh, don't like to bet them. Although I've always been, you know, after like Michael Pittman, always liked his catches. Um, I'm not even positive for their plan. To be completely honest, I got to take a look at it. If you follow me on Twitter, though, I'll definitely have a builder for it at Live Joe Bets. I'm pretty good at hitting those builder. You know, I take two, three, four lines. Hawkinson, for example, is at 50, you know, for yards catching, I'll put him down to 25 alongside some other things, some, some pretty high 
rate uh, success type plays that are are generally a no sweat type kind of win. And, and sometimes they do get pretty sweaty and cash on the last drive, but uh, they're effective. And, you know, I'm <coughs> dang it. Sorry. So sorry for the cough. I'm, I'm getting there, guys. Um, I'm up like 150 units or something like that. Just doing just doing some of the plays like that. So it it works, you know, but let's get into it. Um, first play is going to be TJ Hawkinson over 50 and a half. Now this, this line is at Caesars at 50 and a half. A lot of books are showing 52s and 53s. Uh, you know, regardless of what you get it at, I think you're good under 60. He's been hitting in the fifties, just about like every game. Um, let's see. So, but to the 50 and a half number, he's over this total in seven of his last 10 games. Two of those misses being at 50 dead on. He's at 50 plus yards in nine straight games. And he has a fantastic matchup today against the Bengals who allow the most yards to tight ends in the league. <coughs> They're giving up on average of 71 yards per game and tight ends have just been just cooking them. Evan Ingram went for 82, Fryermuth 120, Dalton Schultz 71, Kincaid 81, Kittle 149. <coughs> With Jefferson and Addison on the outside, that opens a lot of room for the middle. For Hawkinson, who's a big, sure-handed target. Um, and we saw him kind of struggle with Dobbs in the beginning. Um, I don't believe he had a catch until the fourth quarter, third quarter, whenever it was that Mullins came in. When Mullins came in, his first pass, or one of his first passes, was the deep ball to Hawkinson for 26 yards. It was tipped. Hawkinson had good concentration, and he caught the ball. There was a connection right away. And, I, you know, more than likely, the Vikings are going to be playing from behind. There's going to be need to pass. Alexander Madison is out. Ty Chandler is a pretty solid running back, so that's not really losing too much there, but the need to pass is certainly going to be there. And getting Mullins as more of a pocket type guy versus that Dobbs. And, you know, I liked Dobbs when he came in. Being a Vikings fan, I could talk all day about it. Uh, he won games with his legs. Without a doubt, we won some of those games with his legs. But I think the Vikings are more of a pocket guy. Uh, they want a guy that's going to stay in the, in the huddle. Uh, while in the pocket, you know, and, and take the shots and get the ball off. And, and that's just the way they're blocking. That's the way they operate. And getting that guy that's going to be a little more stationary, I think, is going to be a benefit for them. And I think their offense is going to be do pretty good today. To me. I think this Bengals and Vikings game should be a pretty good game. <coughs> Second one's going to be Joe Mixon receiving yards over 24 and a half. Mixon is over this total in four straight games. But more importantly, he is over this in every single Jake Browning start the Bengals running back pass game has been super strong as of late. Mixon's been tearing him up. The backup has been going for real long. He had that like 60, 70 yard, you know, screen the other day. Uh, Mixon with Browning has had 46, 49, and 44 yards. The Vikings pass rush defense. Vikings pass rush defense. Sorry. Whew. Vikings have a good rush defense. They blitz at the highest rate in the league. And I think the Bengals are going to be able to, uh, you know, get around that. I don't think the Bengals are going to be able to run the ball very well. So with that, they're going to want to get mixing the ball, their playmaker, the ball, they're going to get them into some screens some bubbles, some, you know, whatever you want to call the routes, uh, you know, across the middle, you know, focus on like the, the linebackers there uh, that are obviously leaving but linebackers blitz and bring a middle uh, mixing across the middle, open them up. We just need, you know, 25 yards. He's been doing that. I mean, he's been doing it in one catch here lately, so I, I think it's going to be a good look to get Joe Mixon here for his receiving yards. <coughs> Gosh, just cough, man. Very last one is going to be uh, Sam Laporta 
over 47 and a half. And this guy has burned me recently. And the Lions actually have burned me over and over. And I promise you, if the Lions play terrible and I lose this bet, I will never touch a Lion-oriented bet again. They've just been horrendous. But I'll tell you what. When Laporta is involved, the Lions have been doing good. Go figure. Star rookie tight end. Uh, they they just got to figure it out or they're going to end up losing this division. Whether it's the Packers or the Vikings or if the Bears keep you know doing doing their thing and, and playing like they have been. Um, he's got a line of four and a half again today. That's juiced pretty heavily. We're looking at like minus 140s, minus 150s or higher on some books. Uh, insinuating that he's going to have four catches. With four catches this year, he's gone for 140, 47, 40, 57, 52, 56, 84, 63, 39, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, he's gone over six times to this number when he's had four catches, uh, one of which was a hook at the 47. Um, he faces the Broncos tonight, who have this, who has the second, gives up the second most yards to tight end. So we've got two really good tight end matchups here. Um, like I said, uh, you have the, you know, the Bengals and the Broncos playing. Both of them are are just like pass funnels to the the tight end. Um, other tight ends in the division, aka Hawkinson and Cole Komet. Both have had solid games against the Broncos. Komet had 84 four yards. Hawkinson had 55. And Oliver, the other tight end for the Vikings, had 47. So not only are the Broncos, like, allowing a lot of yards to tight ends, like, they're allowing, like, every tight end. So, like, the, the, the starting tight end and tight end number two. And if they're not normally catching passes, they're catching passes against the Broncos. Two really great matchups for two premier tight ends that are going today. Go figure, they went to the same college. They're both out of tight end U. So to recap, we're going to go with TJ Hawkinson over 50 and a half. Like I said, this is the lowest number on the board. Caesars had it. Nobody else does. So we're looking, uh, you know, if you, if you got that 52, that 53 and a half, go for it. I'm all, I'm all about it. Joe Mixon receiving yards over 24 and a half. Then lastly, Sam Laporta over 47 and a half. Those are going to be our three plays for today. My name is Joe Ort and Lunchtime in the Lab. It's brought to you every day, even through this annoying sickness, and I promise you it's going to get better at some point. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on all social medias at LiveJoeBets, where you can sweat bets with me, listen to me complain, and anything like that. And I'll see you guys tomorrow.